to Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. This evening, we have a special guest, Miss Taki Jackson from Georgia. So you're on the air. Hello, how are you? My name is Taki Jackson. I'm originally from New York, but I reside in Georgia, Georgia. Okay, cool. And I, <laughs> yes, and I would like to share, you know, a little bit about the hardship of, you know, becoming divorced. Okay, so go ahead and tell us. Yeah, so I want to, you know, just share my testimony with you guys on this evening. Um, so, again, I'm 43 years old. I'm from New York. And basically, you know, I lost my mom to kidney cancer in 2016, and things, you know, kind of like took a turn for the worse. Um, I jumped into a marriage because I was desperate. I wanted to get married because pretty much I seen all my friends getting married, and you know, I would always cry and get depressed because I felt like, you know, nobody wanted me. So. You know what I did? I just jumped into a marriage. You know, I didn't know the person. I met him online. Didn't have, you know, the person told me everything about him and everything negative. So I should have ran when this person was telling me these things. Instead of running from this guy, I ran to him thinking, okay, you know, this guy is broken. Being she's broken, I can help him. If I show him how much I love him and how loyal I'm going to be to him, maybe, you know, he would love me and be loyal to me in return. No, that did not happen. So I met this guy. We met, I want to say, in 2007. At the time, my mom was alive. And, you know, I, like I said, I was at a place. It's like that empty void that you want to fill. And I, it was an empty void inside of me. Self-esteem was low. You know, so I met this guy on the internet. We were friends. You know, we met in 2007, excuse me. And then, you know, we were friends. We lost touch. We reconnected in 2010, lost touch with this guy. In 2013, I got back in touch with this guy. And then I went, you know, and I, he was living in Maryland at the time. So I went to go visit him, you know, and I got a bad vibe about it, but when God is trying to tell us something, sometimes we ignore, we don't take heed. So I jumped on to this thing, and I was like, okay, I can change him. Um, I can make this man a better man. <laughs> no, that did not happen at all. You know, so I met up with this guy in person in 2013. Then, this, um, the same year, I brought him down to New York, because that's where I was staying at the time. And I was afraid to introduce this guy to my mom, because my mother did not want me to marry this guy because she, she, my mother had a spirit of discernment. She can look at a person and be like, Mm-mm, he's not right. And she was on the money. So I hid this guy from my mom, was sneaking to the motel to go and be with him. You know, so pretty much my mom knew what time it was. She sat me down, she talked to me. She was like, look, I just want to meet this guy. She said, because what you're doing, she said, he, this guy is no good for you. And I got mad at my mom. God gives us families for a reason. Sometimes people can see further than you can. And we ourselves can see the truth, but then we ignore it because we want to fulfill our desires. You know, we want what we want when we want it. So that was my issue. You know, so I let the guy meet my mom. 
And my mom, she moved to bed with us. Like, of course, my mom was old school. So me and the guy didn't share the same bedroom. I slept with my mom and I gave the guy my bedroom. And then we rushed and got married. I got married January 2014. And before I even got married, the guy, my fiance at the time, he was, he, he was talking to other women, you know, creating emotional connections with other women, just disrespecting. And I should not have married that man. I should have ran. If I was there, run, run. But I ran to him, not away from him, which was foolish because he told me everything about his past. And it wasn't nothing pretty. And like I said, you know, I, I'm going to be honest. I was lusting, you know, because a lot of us, we get married for sex. For all one reason's money. My reason was because I wanted to have sex with this guy and I wanted him to fill those desires that, you know, I was having, you know, the empty void that was inside of me. So I married him and the marriage just took a turn for the worse. Shortly after I married this guy, he got me and my mom kicked out of our two bedroom apartment that we had. So um, I left New York in 2015, moved to Vegas with this guy. Okay, and what happened was we were in Vegas, you know, we got a nice little apartment, you know, for ourselves or whatever. I, and I'm going to be honest, I was working. My husband would not hold down a job. He was so busy getting high and drinking and doing all types of other drugs. There was a child. It wasn't my child, but it was his child. It's his son. So he loved the, the alcohol and the drugs. He didn't care about me or his son, you know, at the time. And, and he would sleep with other women. And I knew about it, you know, and he would get upset with me and I would be apologizing. I'm saying sorry to him, but you're violating me. I'm not violating marriage. The whole time this man, I was married to him, he violated that man, our marriage. He didn't file serious. He didn't take me serious. And, you know, I would give him money just to make him lay with me. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was just in a messed up situation with this guy. And I didn't know how to go to God and pray. You know, I did it. I just wanted this man by myself, by my side. You know, even though he wasn't treating me like I just wanted him there to say, okay, I have a husband. Even though he wasn't treating me like I was his wife. He would do things and then, oh, it's your just blame me. And I'm apologizing. What am I apologizing for? You know, you're violating our family, something that's holy and sacred unto, unto God. He was violating that. You know, so shortly we got kicked out of the apartment that you know, we're paying money for. Then we moved into a hotel. Then we moved away from the hotel into another um, living situation. It was like the apartment that we had, but it was run down, bugs infested. So God blessed us with an apartment, a two-bedroom apartment. We moved in. And that apartment, I want to say we moved in in April or maybe May. No, we moved into the apartment, I want to say around April. And in August, on the 9th of August, 2016, Shortly after my mom passed, we lost our apartment because this guy, like I said, he just did not want to do right. He wouldn't take a job just so that we can have a place to stay. He moves his sisters in with us. You know, my ex-sister-in-law's, I'm at work, and he moves them right in behind my back. And I'm like, you're supposed to consult with me before you do something like that. So he moved his sisters in. They wanted to fight me. They didn't want to put food on the table, you know, help us with bills. So I got mad and I took the burners off of the stove because I had an electric stove. I took the burners off of the stove as I put me, my son, and my ex-husband food because I got tired of them just 
you know, mooching off of us and not helping. You know, you come in and somebody nice enough to open their home, the, the, you, the, the thing to do is you help pull your weight. Even if you can't help with rent, pay a bill, pay a light bill, help, you know, pay the electric bill, the gas, or the water, or buy food. They didn't want to do neither of those things, but wanted to jump on me in my own apartment. And when I became homeless, I needed a place to stay. I worked for streets two weeks, me and my husband, and they had a place and they would not take us in. That hurt it so bad to the core. I lost my mom. I lost my child living up on the street. And he was okay with us being on the streets, walking around homeless, trying to beg people for money, but he's an able-bodied man and would not go out there and get a job. But you know, I learned a valuable lesson. In that lesson, God taught me. God taught me how to just lean and depend on him. So, and by this time, we're sleeping on the street, sleeping in the back of the abandoned building, Walmart. We were sleeping on the bus. You know, I mean, it was just so crazy. My friends who I worked with back in New York were sending me money, you know, to, to at least let us stay in the hotels and stuff for about two days. I sold my jewelry. This man wouldn't pawn nothing. I pawned everything I owned. He was selfish. I seen that, but I still loved him because the, in the Bible it said love covered the multitude of sin. All I was doing was just, I loved my husband in spite of him treating me like I was scum on the street. I loved him. So I stayed with him. And then when I told my family members that I was homeless, they cried. And my sister that lives here in Georgia, she said to me, I did not want to come. I wanted to be with my husband. But I prayed and God told me to go. He told me to go, and what I did, I came to Georgia in um, August of 2016. So I came, me and him. I was in a homeless shelter. He was in the shelter park for the men. I was in the shelter park for the women. And every night I was getting bitten by bed bugs and roaches. It was terrible, you guys. It was like a nightmare. And God told me that I had a way out. I just wanted to stay with my husband because, you know, I don't believe in divorces. I stayed with him because I loved him, even though he didn't love me. So my sister came to visit me and she said, sis, she said, Come, you can't keep doing this to yourself. You're a woman. He's a man. She said, if he loves you, he's going to get his stuff together. She said, I have a house, a six bedroom house in Douglasville. She said, come on and go with me. I went. Because God said for me to go. God made a way of escape for me. You hear me? He made a way of escape for me. I prayed, I cried. I did not want to leave that marriage. But God told me that he didn't even ordain that marriage. It wasn't ordained by him. Thank you, Jesus. And God made a way of escape for me. And I thank him, you guys. God has been so good to me. Well, not wasn't good to myself. When I was in the darkness, God covered me. He protected me. He shielded me. And I've been in Georgia for three years. It'll be four years um, come August, come August of this year. And I thank God for my breakthrough. And I'm going to tell you something, guys. I am not afraid to share my testimony because there's somebody out there who's going through or went through the same thing I went through. And I just want to encourage anybody that's in this audience that's listening to this, that God is our help. In the time of trouble, he will restore you. He will clean you up like he did the prodigal son. He will welcome you with no matter where, how lost you are, no matter where you've been, 
God loves you and he's going to keep on loving you. He promised us that he would never leave or forsake us. So I'm here today to tell you guys, I thank God for restoring my life. Let me tell you something else. When I moved in with my sister, after coming out of the shelter, I, I prayed to God. I cried because I love to work. I'm a little workaholic. I love to work. And not only did God bless me with one job, I had three jobs. I moved in with my sister by October. God was calling me left and right, left and right. And I knew that was nobody but God. See, I went through everything in Vegas because I was not supposed to go there. I was supposed to come here in Georgia when I left, when I got, you know, lost my place in New York. I didn't come here. I took a detour. And maybe I had to take that detour. You know what I'm saying? God does everything for a reason. I had to take that detour. So there's a lot of people who done been homeless and broken like I had in bad marriages. You don't have to stay there. You don't have to stay and put up with the abuse from a man who loved and honored you. Women, and, and this goes to the men too because you have some women that treat their men, their husbands bad too. It's not only us who go through it, but the men go through it too. I see a lot of single dads going to school and working and taking care of a child like us women do. But we don't have to put up with that. When God gives you a sign, and I know when things are dark and cloudy, you, you don't see God. But God sees you in the midst of your storms. And, and he's going to bless you and bring you out of that fire. And that's what he did for me. And God, I thank you, Father God. I thank you. God, I thank you for rescuing me and loving me when I did not love myself. God has been so good to me. Even when I wasn't good to myself, you guys. I'm not sad while I'm giving out my testimony. This is a praise breakthrough. Uh, this breakthrough is for you guys, whoever's going through anything out there, women or men. This is for you. Just like God, yeah, I'll bring you out too. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. Stay on your knees. Lay down before God. Lay prostrate before God. And cast all your kids upon him because he loves you. He loves you. And I've learned that I don't have to put up with anything, anything from anybody. No abuse, no nothing. And another nugget I want to give you guys, I've been, I, I was married for five years to my husband, to my ex-husband. My divorce became finalized in September 2019, you know, and through all of that that I went through, I'm just going to wait on God and let God lead me and guide me. Because when you go against God, when you go against his purpose and his plan for your life and you go, you take a detour, trust me, a lot of people don't make it out the way I made it out. See, God snatched me out of the enemy's hand. The enemy thought he had me, but God said, no, this is not your child. She's my child. The hands are for my child, Satan. And here I am. And I'm just so humble and I'm so grateful and thankful. And I, you know, I just want to encourage you guys. God has brought me from a long, long way. I just want you guys to be encouraged. Trust God, trust his process, trust the plan that he has for your life. Because when you go for a course, you, sometimes you miss your blessing. And life is, you know, life is too precious to keep hitting a restart button. I'm 43 years old. And I'm not trying to keep hitting the restart button on my life. I'm, I'm encouraged to do things God's way. Yeah, you know, sometimes I fall, 
but I get back up and I keep the pushing. And God gives me that strength. And he gives He gives me the tenacity to keep just pushing and pushing for greatness. And I'm encouraging you listeners today, be encouraged. Listen to God. Listen to his voice. Sometimes you have to get in a quiet place so you can hear him. And you just to get in that quiet place and cry out to him. He, God loves us with love. He loves us better than we can even love ourselves. And I just thank God. And I am so grateful to be on this line tonight to share my testimony with you. And I want to say you guys be blessed and encouraged. And know that God is with you no matter what you go through. I don't care if you're on drugs. I don't care if you're a prostitute. God is there with you. He protects you. He's going to bring you out of whatever situation you may be in. Domestic and abusive relationship. God is there with you. He's rooting for you. And when you come out of that thing, you're going to be dirty. But God is going to love you, clean you up. And he's going to set you right there so you can share your testimonies with him. Because God loves when we boast and, and share our testimonies with him. I don't take no credit for anything. I give the glory and the honor to God, my Savior, my El Shaddai, my Alpha and my Omega. I love you, Lord. And I'm encouraging you guys to love on God, too. Love him back. You have nothing to fool, everything to gain when you cling to the Father and make him your source and make him the head and let him lead and guide you through any situation. I love you guys and I want you to be encouraged. And I'm going to turn the show back over to the host, Emmanuel. All right. Praise the Lord. Um, we really enjoyed your, uh, hearing your testimony. Uh, whenever you feel led to come back on the show, uh, please feel free to do so. Okay. Yes. Also, um, before you go, because we still have some time, um, mm -hmm. I wanted to uh, at least uh, ask you to, um, you know, consider, you know, um, be going to social work. Mm -hmm. You know that I think that would be a great feel for you. Um, now, once God bless me, get this Christian, my Christian business up and running. Um, I would love to have you to speak at our live events. You know, once they uh, clear, once they clear up this um, virus, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, because this is what this is all about. You know, this type of um, organization I'm trying to start. I want to make sure I have legitimate people. You know, that's really going through, not some you know actors and stuff like that. You know, mm -hmm. Hollywood stuff. You know, this is authentic. Yeah. This is authentic testimony. People going yes. through real issues. That's what I wanted. Uh, use my show for, you know, as a platform to give voices to other people that's, you know, overlooked by mainstream media. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, well, is there anything uh, that, well, hold on, please. Tell my listeners, you know, just in case, because I do want to give you your uh, props. Um, tell my listeners how they can find you. If you have um, like a website or a Facebook page, that you would like to um, yes, encourage um, people? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I have a Facebook page. Um, it's Taki and like Nancy, last name Jackson. And I can also be, uh, you can reach me at my email. I have a Yahoo, Taki Jackson at Yahoo.com. And I also have a Gmail.com. Um, it's Taki and Jackson 40 at Gmail.com. If you guys, you know, ever want to reach out or, 
you want to inbox me through Facebook. I stay on Facebook, you know, in my spare time when I'm not doing anything. So you want to share anything with me or you have any questions, I will openly share anything with you. I have more to share, but, you know, I just wanted to give you guys a brief synopsis of what I've been through. And I enjoy talking with you guys and sharing my testimony this evening. Okay, let me ask you something else, too. Are, are you also on uh, Twitter? No, I don't have a Twitter account yet. I had to, um, I had to get it, uh, I had to download Twitter again because I did have one. And I need to, you know, go on there and sign back up again. All right, you all. Well, that's going to conclude our show for this evening.